0: mm <laughs> Anthony and sitting right across from me from me via Zoom as always, my pal
1: defensive. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. <laughs> oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> uh, work is man kicking my ass. What about you?
0: Same. It's been a long week. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's uh, apologies for not having a podcast last week. Um, I just eh, there's no there's no like really good reason when like we were <laughs> beefing or. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there's no talk about the I just didn't text Anthony and ask him if he want to do a podcast and then that Sunday like usually I text Anthony either Friday or Saturday to set up the Sunday pod I, I didn't text him but then Sunday came and I was like I'm just gonna lay here on the couch and watch TV <laughs> sleep one that round so apologies uh, for not being here last week uh, but we're back and I'm glad to be back yeah, it's
0: definitely definitely a uh, a break from just everyday everyday life, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta gotta get back to recording to take that pause. Yeah. To talk about, you know, everything that's going on in, in the worlds that we uh, we follow closely.
1: <laughs> Which that's a nice way of saying that. We have no idea where we're going with this podcast, but, uh, but I hope yeah. you guys are going to enjoy the ride.
0: Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. It's like the things, the, the worlds that we follow closely, we usually kind of talk about one, one of those things each, each episode. We try to as much as we can. Mm-hmm. But uh, not a lot, you know, it's weird. Not a lot has really happened since we've
1: been gone. Yeah, it's good. well, it's been slow boogie on something. Just like NBA, nothing really happened. Well, I'm sorry, oh. Ch- Chet Holgram. Um, I forget, did I
0: text? I forgot. I think I forgot to text you about that. But man, yeah, well, Rockets counting their blessings for not for for uh, him not falling to them because they yeah. would have had to take him third.
1: Yeah, but uh, for those who don't know, Chet Holgram, the number one overall pick, and this number year's two. NBA number two, I'm sorry, pick in this year's NBA draft um, was playing in a pro-am game and just hurt his foot and, you know, nothing really substantial, just a normal basketball move. And turns out it's a, Lefranc, a Le, what's, is it LaFranc? LeFranc?
0: It looks like Liz Frank to me. Liz Frank
1: injury. And he's going to be out for the rest, for the entire season. Uh, this is one thing I was worried about when people were talking about drafting him because he's so big and so skinny. I got Yao Ming flashbacks, mm-hmm.
0: and, and we boy, all know we all know how that ended. At least Yao made it to you know date night one. Mm-hmm. This guy, his whole career is on pause now.
1: Yeah, he's a like I said, he's a tall guy, but he's a skinny guy. So for me, it's like I. Th- I always thought that he needed to put on more muscle playing in the league. And this injury is a free injury. It could have happened anywhere, anytime, but it just really sucks for him to have this in his rookie season.
0: It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Man. Now
1: I've seen people talk about how, oh, now the NBA is going to crack down on the players playing in these program games. What do you think?
0: Honestly, I didn't even know they still did this. I had no idea that he so, and we also forgot to mention the uh, the basketball play that that happened that where it happened Mm -hmm. was against LeBron James. I had no idea that LeBron or anybody like that still did these types of, of tournaments, showcases, whatever you want to call it. You know.
1: Yeah, I remember them being huge during the NBA lockout. Like players going to play these games at like Wrigley Park or in Los Angeles or whatever. Um, but like you, I didn't know this was still like an ongoing thing. I thought I would thought that that was the first thing that the owners stopped once the league came back yeah. after the lockout. But apparently, they're still letting the players go out there. Um, Jamal Crawford, former NBA player, he had one uh, pro game that actually got canceled because of too much condensation on the court. Ooh. Yeah, and but luckily no one got hurt then. Mm-hmm. But this time, you know, completely different. Personally, I don't think this is going to stop them from doing the um, pro am games. I, it's a freak incident. It's not like something happened, like for instance in the Crawford uh, game where like someone slipped on a on a wet floor and tore the ACL or something. It it wasn't. The injury didn't happen because of um, insufficient. um. Like facilities, facilities. Yeah, thank you. That's what I'm looking at. It 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 wasn't that. It was just like a freaking accident. This could have happened at a game during practice. This could have happened anytime in Holmgren's uh, uh, playing career. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's gonna it's gonna make the league shy away from playing these kind of games.
0: I think if it had been LeBron that was on the like if it had been LeBron that got hurt, maybe they would reconsider. Like if you know the biggest basketball basketball player in the world gets hurt doing a pro am game, maybe the owners do get together and say, "Hey, we should reconsider this and uh, and put a stop to it."
1: You know, you might. When you say, "Yeah, you might be, you're probably right. If it was someone of that nature, like um, Steph, Steph, uh, James Harden, Embiid, someone like that, definitely would. Yeah, the only way to step in and stop that.
0: Yeah, and I think you're right that it's probably not going to stop because, you know, Holmgren, yeah, he was was number two overall, which is a major position to be drafted at. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, he's he's still Chet Holmgren, rookie for the Oklahoma City Thunder, not Chet Holmgren, NBA superstar. So yeah, I don't think they're going to change anything for now, at least.
1: There you go. Uh, oh, oh, one second. All right. Sorry about that. I had to stop the recording to get my son's food out of the oven. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's slightly burnt, he will not eat it. He's a picky. <laughs> a picky child.
0: got uh, You got to get it right, man. No doubt yeah. about it.
1: And then he'll look at me with guilt in his eyes, like. You don't love me, father. You never I'll, did. Everyone, I'll remember through. this. I'll remember this. old man, this is why you'll be in the home. <laughs> right. He burnt my food when I was nine. He's already nine. Yep. Holy cow. Yeah. Time flies by.
0: <laughs> yeah. All these kids that are like related to me in some capacity mm-hmm. cousins, children, and things like that. They're all like, uh, I, I saw him at a family get together recently and. It's like, good lord, they're all like old, like getting, are they no longer tiny?
1: I, that's how I, I, my, one of my cousins, Renasia, I remember when she was born. She's going to be starting college. No, she's, yeah, she's going to be starting college. Wow. Yeah. yeah. In fact, that's crazy. I think she just reported this week. So, yeah, we're old, and um, time doesn't love us, and eventually we will be unable to go to the restroom without assistance. That's what's happening to us.
0: Yep. That's why you got to get that pizza cooked perfectly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I want i want him to send me to the good home, not the one he saw in 60 Minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, anything else you want to talk about NBA-wise?
0: Uh, Katie is staying with – Oh. The, uh, the Nets, Brooklyn Nets.
1: All that posturing, all that heavy talk. <laughs> and it's either me or them. And they chose yeah, them. And they said no. The biggest issue that KD had with this, this like this power play he tried to pull with the Nets is he signed a four year contract extension with them. Like, right. th- even if they say no, are you going to retire? <laughs> that, that was like you're gonna retire. Like, no team out there is gonna offer anything close to Kevin Durant's value. Firstly, we, we just saw um, what team was it? Was it the Timberwolves give a five first round picks for Rudy Gobert? Mm-hmm. Like, if Rudy Gobert is worth five uh first rounders, what's Kevin Durant worth? 10 okay. 15?
0: Yeah,
1: so there really wasn't a team, and i oh, sorry, the only other team. The only team that was, like, available for trade was, like, the Phoenix Suns. And that was before... um.
0: Andre Gaten, right?
1: No, no. Uh, their center.
0: Yeah. Andre something.
1: Is it Andre? I swear it's Anton. Oh, uh, you're going to... But, yeah, before he signed his... um, He signed a deal with a restricted free agent deal with the Pacers and Phoenix match and then say, like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, because of the rules of the CBA, he couldn't be traded for like a calendar year. DeAndre Ayton. Thank you. DeAndre. Ayton. And he would have been the, you know, the, the trade piece,
0: but mm-hmm. can't send him now.
1: Yeah. So they're, they're just going to be stuck with them. I don't, do you, you look at the teams that are in the East right now. Where do you where would you put the Nets?
0: Um, I still think they're number two right now. No, no, I would. Oh boy, wow, man, man. Um,
1: I don't think I could have them any higher than three right now.
0: I think the highest, yeah, it should be three, because I still I've, I still have Boston and huh. Milwaukee over them. The last two teams to have been in the finals. Mm
1: -hmm. And depending on what version of James Harden the Sixers get, they can be up there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So Harden and uh, Joel Embiid, I mean, it's going to be interesting.
1: So, like, they are a team that has championship aspirations, but – the only person on that team right now I trust is Kevin Durant. Of course. We haven't seen Ben Simmons since he had his back out of me. No idea. Yeah, no idea what we're going to get from him. And if you trust Kyrie Irving, you are a fool. <laughs> that man is going to take off for his birthday, refuse to play a game because his chakra is on a line, right? Any re- like when he's on the court, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. but when the problem is he's not on the court all the time
0: in fact he was only on the court half the time
1: mm-hmm. now you can say oh well he's not going to have that issue with the vaccine mandate because New York got rid of that and I'm like okay that's fine he's still Kyrie Irving <laughs> like he's going to say or do something that's going to make you
0: just and his not ego- one routine. Between- is so massive, right? You have to think he's thinking. New York changed that mandate because of me.
1: I want to say no, but I can't say. I can't say. That. <laughs> I cannot say that with a, with full consciousness and not so, knowing what I know about that man.
0: Who's to say he's not gonna, you know, find something else to you know, some other excuse to pull?
1: He's just one of those guys who like. If I watch him, like I understand the talent and everything he does, but I would not want him on my team because it would be so fucking frustrating. Absolutely. You, Katie,
0: do- is out of out of all of them. Katie is right now at this point in time in basketball, or, well, at least for the Mets, Katie is just about basketball. There's there's nothing else that he's concerned with. You know, there's no other baggage besides this recent trade demand, but no matter what, no matter who he winds up with, he's always just going to be playing basketball, like ready to play Simmons. He's got the injury issues. He's got, um, you know, mental health issues that he has to deal with Kyrie with his ego and, you know, uh, whatever he can think of, whatever excuse he can think of to not play, he's going to do it. But Durant, as long as he's healthy um, and has, you know, fully committed to his team, is going to fully commit, and he's going to be on the court every time, you know, every night
1: that he can. I'm just counting to see. This would be Kevin Durant's, what, 14th season?
0: Uh. Thinking sixteenth, because didn't he come out in two
1: thousand seven? Yeah, two thousand and seven. I think you're sixteen, you're right, because he's missing a year. Oh, that's right. So fifteen. Fifteen. So he's fifteenth 15th 15th 15th. season. Yeah. Uh, we we're talking about the passage of time earlier, but uh, I still remember like his first season in Seattle and uh, mm-hmm. see where he's come like, come so far. Hmm. I think Brooklyn is good enough to make it to the second round, but if they go up against Milwaukee or or Boston they don't have a shot as his team is currently constructed. Mm -hmm.
0: Real quick, Kevin Durant. Mm -hmm. That was the infamous Greg Oden going number one overall to Portland. Mm -hmm. Kevin Durant falling all the way down to number two, right into Seattle's
1: lap. Portland has had some shitty history, um, injury history in Durant. Brandon Roy, his knees gave out after right. looking like he's going to be a, su- a superstar and then going all the way to um, uh, Sam, Sam Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, Bowie.
0: Yeah. And on
1: that. So speaking, of I want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Because a couple of days ago, uh, people were trying to talk about the definition of a superstar, an NBA superstar on Twitter. And um, Dragonfly Jones is like, there's there's only so many um, uh, NBA stars are actually household names. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, how many NBA superstars do you think your mom could um, actually name?
0: (laughs) Man, I don't know. Maybe LeBron.
1: I think the same here with my mom. I think LeBron may be the only person she, she knows by name. Harden probably just because he was with the Rockets for so long. Uh, my mom's definitely calling him that bearded boy. She's not calling. <laughs> 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 yeah, the number of like NBA superstars, like I think right now, it's probably. Hard, no, I'm sorry. LeBron James and Steph Curry, mm-hmm. just like if you're a parent, your kid is probably if he knows he's watching basketball, he's been talking about Steph Curry because that's like the, all the children's favorite, right? He's a quote unquote little guy who can shoot uh, out shoot uh, the lights out. I say little guy like Steph Curry isn't six four,
0: <laughs> and. I think you can make a a case for Chris Paul, because he's been so marketable, out off the court.
1: So I brought that up. That reminded me something. I brought it because, like, these people people were like texting their moms and asking them this moms and girlfriends these questions and like posting the response. And the one thing that came up a lot, any player that had like a connection to the Kardashians.
0: Oh God.
1: Like Ben Simmons, Chris Humphreys, um, Tristan Thompson. Mm-hmm. So
0: for women. Oh, don't even get started on Tristan Thompson.
1: Yeah, we're not going to go down there. <laughs> I had a conversation with my friend like, why, does, why doesn't why Chloe just leave? And it's like, oh, she just wants all her kids from the same daddy. I'm like, but okay. To God each bless. their own. Fair enough. <laughs> to each their own.
0: So out of all the <laughs> I shouldn't even I shouldn't even ask this.
1: No, go it's... ahead. <laughs> I think I think you know where
0: I'm going with this, but out of all of the athletes that have dated a Kardashian, who's the best? Is it is it Greg, uh, not uh <laughs> <Lamar Right>. Odom? <Odin? laughs> Lamar Odom because he uh, did he win a title with the Lakers.
1: I don't care what your answer is. All I know is like he was in a whorehouse doing drugs. <laughs> so I don't know if um, and technically died. <laughs> yeah, died and you know was was uh, revived. Thank the Lord. But still, mm-hmm. uh, I don't care what title you you won. Being with hookers or high on cocaine is not great. No, no, not at all. That's a very good question. Uh, I don't know. It might be Tristan Thompson. I think they got a ring. Tristan. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. He he got a ring with Cleveland, right?
1: Mm -hmm. It's definitely not Ben Simmons. Oh, did you hear the rumor like when um, the Sixers asked Ben if he can come back during the playoffs? Um, He like left the group chat. Now this is just a rumor, and Ben Simmons has refuted it. But still, that's funny to think of of someone saying, "Hey Ben, texting. Hey Ben, can't come to work today." And then the next thing you see is Ben has left the chat. (laughs) So I want to talk about a little bit more about like household names. Like, Mm -hmm. who in the NFL do you think is a household name?
0: Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes is beginning to. And again, because he's marketable. I mean, Mm -hmm. he does uh, head and shoulders commercials and State Farm.
1: Let me ask you, babe, how many NFL players can you name right now? Uh, just give us some names. See how far you can go. Oh, uh, well, okay. My girlfriend's a Seahawks fan, so she can name all the Seahawks. <laughs> all the Seahawks. Well, past but not current. Oh, past, not current. So, Russell Wilson, of course. Like, give us how many things? How many do you think you can name? I mean, <laughs> don't. Oh, okay. well Oh, wow. She's like, if you put me on the spot, I'm going to draw a blank. So, <laughs> But, yeah. Well, she actually follows the NFL a little bit. Well, her team, at least. So, she made name. How many baseball players can you name? <laughs> I think I can name some Astros players, but... That's it? That is. I don't think should a baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you, as people, I think they'll be able to name more football players than basketball players, more basketball players than baseball players.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Like how many baseball players do you think most people know?
0: That is a lot harder, I think. I think Aaron Judge is coming around. It's because he plays for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um. Man. I kind of think Altuve. You could make a case for Altuve. One because of his height, so it's the, you know, the uh, the underdog type story that fans like. But also, or that people like, but also the the scandal that makes him actually kind of hateable to people outside of Houston.
1: Okay. I think I might to get your two, those two. I know Shohei Ohtani and Mike Trout could walk through the mall holding hands and no one would, with bad eye. They'd be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, look at that nice interracial gay couple. <laughs> and that's crazy. You got two of the best players in a generation and they could walk inside the Mall of America right now and no one would know them.
0: Mm-hmm. And after that, man, I don't, I don't know anybody else
1: either. Yeah. Cause not like it's not like NBA. I'm sorry, it's not like baseball players get to do national commercials.
0: Mm-hmm. Like they're all local.
1: Yeah, I think the most famous baseball player right now would be Derek Jeter.
0: Still, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, and speaking of the Angels, you see a report that Ari Moreno is talking about selling the team?
0: Wow. Now, that's huge. Yeah. Because for a bad team, he sure likes to spend a lot of money. And he's looking to get out.
1: He likes to trick you into thinking he likes to spend a lot of money. Because all those Angels teams that you think of since he took over, they are extremely top-heavy. Fair enough. It's like my uh Mike Trout will get the big deal, Rendon, Pool Holes, um, Shohei, they'll all get the big money. But then when it comes to filling out the rest of the of the roster, it's getting it's the best gone. you can. Yeah, it's getting the best you can out of the scrap heap. Well, that's it. If he's really I wonder how he feels about his tenure.
0: Yeah. Well, when you're that rich, you're, you're deluded. I mean, you're delusional and you don't have anybody around you to really tell you that you failed <laughs> when you're that rich and powerful, you're only going to be surrounded by yes men. Um, so I don't think he's going to, I don't think he would be really truly honest with himself and tell him that his tenure has been a failure to have the best baseball player in, in the world since Mickey Mantle on his team in his in his prime drafted him you know brought him through the ranks through his minor league system and into the to the big league you know onto the big league roster and they haven't done a thing it's a complete and utter failure spending top heavy money on players that haven't delivered that's a failure uh, was he owner when they made the World Series in 02?
1: Nope. I was just looking it up. He bought the team in April of 2003.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been a failure. One of their pitchers died on meth.
1: Was it meth? I don't or oxy? know. Or I think it was Oxy, but I'm not 100% sure.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, a team that has been rudderless for years now. Failure. F F minus even.
1: Since he bought the team in 2003, the Angels have been to the playoffs a grand total of six times. Out of 19 seasons? Yeah. From 2003
0: to 2022. That's not good. That's not Not a good percentage.
1: And out of those six times, three times they were swept in the first round.
0: Yeah. I mean, we can be objective about it, but there's no way he's going to uh, give himself a failing grade.
1: Man, this is oof. man now that i'm I'm scrolling back I'm a baseball reference I'm looking at the angels history mm-hmm. like even going back to the california angel days they have <laughs> those um those six years they went to the playoffs and there's 20 years of ownership those are the goddamn highlights yeah from 1961 until 2002, they went to the playoffs four times. Four
0: times. And they had Nolan Ryan on their team for a period of time in that time.
1: Uh, Yep. Uh, 73 and 74, are the two years I see on here. Only two years? Wow. Well, I don't know if it's only two years because oh. I'm a, I'm looking at Baseball Reference, and it sh- every year it shows the player who had the highest WAR. Mm-hmm. So it showed Nolan Ryan had the highest WAR on the 73 and 74 Angels. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry, and 72. So, so three years right there. My bad. Are you going to
0: watch that Nolan Ryan documentary?
1: Nope. No? Nope. No offense to Nolan Ryan, the man, but... Uh, I'm not really that interested in most documentaries. So in order for me to watch one, it's got to be something that I'm... Uh, a subject that I'm heavily interested in. Mm-hmm. And Eight
0: seasons with California. Oh, anyway. okay. Eight yeah. seasons.
1: So... Yeah, so if they did, like, a documentary of, like, I would watch one on, like, the last day of the Oilers before they left the Tennessee. Mm. Like, I'd watch that. Nolan Ryan, like, yeah, he's impressive, one of the best pitchers of all time, but it's just not interesting to me. No offense.
0: Sure. No, that's fair. Uh, What about you? Um. Maybe I don't know. I, I I thought I would, but I really think about. It, I, I probably wouldn't. Just I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't really watch too many documentaries on nice. my own. So, you know, if someone wants me to watch one with them, probably would. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to watch it.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, did you see any of the Derek Jeter doc?
0: I started to watch the first episode, and I. Just fell asleep I didn't keep up with it. <laughs> not that it was boring it was just I was tired it was late it was a replay of uh the first episode like you know midnight or something and I was like, well, I'm definitely not gonna finish this.
1: I had no interest Derek Jeter his entire playing career he made himself intentionally boring mm-hmm. so now I was like i'm what's interesting about this man <laughs> like the most interesting part about Derek Jeter is the the um just the um the women he dated mm-hmm. like he was bringing home nines and tens but you know on the field he was you know what do they call him? the um the coach on the field whatever just like the perfect professional things like that but there's nothing interesting about that man yeah Oh, man. I'm jumping around over here. Uh, uh Question. Let's talk about a little TV. Have you been watching any of the Marvel TV shows? I have not. Not yet. What, what's the last one you watched? I uh, got through the first four
0: episodes of Obi-Wan. So uh, Disney Plus. Uh, But the last Marvel, I think, was... Uh. Is it one division? No. No, uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier.
1: When show. I basically forced you to watch it for this.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I was gonna watch that one for sure.
1: Terrible, and you didn't even finish Obi Wan. I did not. What?
0: Wow. So, what? how have the rest of them been? Like, what? What all have you seen?
1: Um. There's some I've enjoyed a lot, like uh, Miss Marwa I, I really liked. Uh, Moon Knight was fine. Um, what other ones have been there? Like it hasn't been any that are like terrible. I can't finish them. It's just been a bunch of. It's been, they range from very good to okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Have you watched She Hulk?
1: I saw the first episode. Um, it's seeing her relationship with um, Bruce the first uh, the first episode it was entertaining but I also felt like they sped through like her like training mm-hmm. like, it felt, like I know you have like nine episodes or, or I think but I was, like you could show a little bit more of her like getting a hold of her powers and everything like that and uh it just it just to me it felt like it was it was kind of rushed that first episode
0: okay now did they release it all at once or
1: nah it's a weekly thing they're doing uh, a weekly thing. yeah second episode came out last wednesday i haven't seen it yet okay But she also has that like that Deadpool thing where she turns and speaks to the audience, breaking the
0: fourth wall. Yeah. Okay, that's different. Yeah. Doesn't seem too bad.
1: Yeah, like the episode starts with her in the law office, and then like she's starting to head out to the case and uh, to a case, and she turns. And it's like, hey, I know you guys were expecting. Uh, the big she-hulk but uh not yet let me get the backstory first before you um see how everything happened and you know they show it and it's interesting i'm in, i'm gonna probably watch the second episode of the year tonight or tomorrow but um but it's got my attention i still can't believe you didn't finish only one
0: <sighs> <laughs> i'm so close too
1: it only got two episodes left <laughs> Mm -mm. And what else oh wrestling some wrestling now I know it seems like we only talk about AEW when something goes wrong (laughs) but that's the only time it grabs our attention to be honest with you (laughs) so where would you like to start um
0: There's so much chaos going on with that, within there. I mean, I guess you could start with just the roster itself. Like it's.
1: So, this is from all the Dirk. She's like the roster is disgruntled, and uh, a couple of days ago they had a big team meeting where. Basically, Tony Khan, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega came together and spoke to everybody and tried to get everybody on the same page and do, you know, the whole my door is always open. You need to talk. And, um,
0: well, folks are saying it's not.
1: Uh, yeah. Folks are saying it's open, but for only certain wrestlers, <laughs> which, you know, that's something that the WWE was uh, certainly guilty of. Yep. Um, Just like like I said, a lot of disgruntled wrestlers, and I think the biggest thing, the biggest problem, like a bunch of wrestlers have, is like it's a bunch of indie guys who were like, okay, I'm never gonna make it to WWE for whatever reason. Uh, I don't have the right shape, the right size. Um, My voice doesn't work in promos, or I can't do promos. So whatever, they knew they weren't there. They weren't gonna make it to WWE as long as Vince was there. And so they're like, okay, this new promotion, AEW give job's going to give me a chance to shine and everything like that. And now it's been three years of AEW? Mm-hmm. And all those guys that were there at the beginning, and now you look up and you like, hold on. You're telling me CM Punk's coming in, um, the formerly um, Dean Ambrose, now John Moxley, uh, you got uh, Andrade, um Keith Lee, uh, Swerve, yeah, it's like all these ex WWE guys are coming in and they're getting all the big matches and the and the time on the pay per views and everything. And I thought that things would be different. And I just feel like it's a bunch of guys that are like grumbling, like all these ex WWE guys are coming and taking the shines. Like where do I fit in now?
0: There's some young talented guys and girls that are Mm -hmm. you know on that roster. They're already getting overshadowed by yeah. these former WWE guys. Yeah.
1: And if you're a woman in that promotion, I you'd uh, you be sick. Man. Like, I think I saw a stat where, like, Jay, after Jay Cargill won the uh, TBS championship, she's only been shown on TB wrestling six times.
0: Yeah, that's a whole lot of nothing going on for them.
1: Yeah. And uh, well, Thunder Rosa uh, getting injured mm-hmm. And Dirk she say no, she's not really injured. It's just uh, she's got heat on her from all the other women who, who don't like her, her <laughs> wrestling style. she's too brutal. And I don't know if she's truly inj- injured or not. I'm gonna assume that she is because so that's what I was saying. And did you see the uh, the they have set up for all out? for the interim women's match? No. Ah, man. You know what? I'm going to look it up. All Out 2022.
0: Is it a multi-woman match?
1: Yeah, it's uh, Tony Storm, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Hikaru Sita, Osada. So that's for the interim women's championship. I'm like, please, for love of God, do not put brick breaker, do not put the championship back on her.
0: <laughs> it's your chance to do something different to make mm-hmm. it, you know, interesting. To put some life back in that division. Now all of a sudden, WWE doesn't look like such a bad place to go to.
1: At all. Also, I want to say they're um, all out. Their big pay per view is a week from today, and they don't have a main event.
0: Mhm. Apparently, they're going to get back to Punk and Moxley.
1: I do. You want to see that?
0: Not if it's going to be three minutes again. Yeah.
1: For, as you don't know, for those of you who don't know, CM Punk had won the championship a while ago, but broke his foot during the match on handman hey page came back. Um, last week had a match against the interim ch- champion, uh, Jonathan Moxley lost in like three minutes off that hurt foot. It had to be carried to the back by AEW uh, staff. And Oh, also CM Punk losing his damn mind and going off on, um, hangman page because of some promo hangman like insulted him with like some very mild insult and like (laughs) cm punk just being cm punk yeah i'm like well so i was like man you are 42 years old why are you still acting like this
0: Old habits die hard, man.
1: Like It's not like every slight that someone takes against you is the worst thing in the world.
0: And, I, you know, by all accounts, I really thought he had gotten over that and, you know, had really, you know, came back with the idea that, you know, that he really is happy that, you know, he's, he's in the perfect place for him.
1: And you remember what he said when he first got to AEW that he wanted to come in and help the younger guys? Yeah. Like, what, what part of this is helping younger guys get over?
0: What younger guys has he gotten over?
1: You know, you're asking a very good question because I can't name one guy that's, you know, he's actually ha- – One young guy that he's gone down one, two, three, four.
0: And well, I mean, look, he does. I don't necessarily think he has to do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But Mm -hmm. he hasn't faced anybody since Darby Allen to to help get over. And Darby Allen didn't really need help getting over. He was already kind of a fan favorite with the crowd. Yeah, The, the audience was enamored with the idea that these two fight each other and then ultimately team together but that's because they were already interested in that kid but he hasn't faced anybody else to help him to help anybody else get over He took the title off hangman for god's sake and since then he's fought what moxley a, a few times uh he may have faced Jericho, I don't rem- remember exactly, but
1: and that's the one thing I believe that they made the biggest mistake on is having CM Punk beat Hangman. Because let's be honest, Hangman's title run was kind of like the second or third most important thing on the show, which happens to all baby faces because the chase is what gets you involved and mm-hmm. not the defense, it happens in WWE all the time, every time. But if you had Hangman go out there and put on a classic with CM Punk and win, like I think that that could have been the chance to revitalize uh, Hangman's title run. But instead, they did the easier thing: give the title to the bigger No Name, which I'm pretty sure pissed off Hangman. Of course, and it's pro wrestling after it all. It's pro wrestling. All these guys and gals have egos. You don't make it there without without one and so i don't i don't know it's still it's a business i'm sure everybody can come together and um figure stuff out but now like you talk about the old saying the grass is greener the grass is kind of looking greener on the WWE side and the AEW mm-hmm. nowadays
0: shifting the other way
1: mhm
0: and we're we're really starting to see hunters uh you know Fingerprints all over the, the shows, all over the the roster. Bringing back now uh, Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis.
1: Um, and not only that, bringing them back and showing that their time in NXT actually meant something. Right. It, it's not like how Vince did it when he brings up guys and like they're... they're NXT time just didn't exist. It's like he just picked them out of a void. And literally
0: gave them new names.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah. Jari Gargano comes out and, get, and, you know, he speaks to the crowd and tells them about all his accomplishments. And then Austin Theory comes out and it's like, hey, look, the student has become the master, like, playing off their time in NXT as mm-hmm. a stable. Yeah. Uh, if if you watch if you don't watch NXT, it's fine. Like Johnny Gargano will tell you everything you know. But if you did watch NXT and you watch Gargano and you watch his interaction with Ciampa and you watch it with Austin Theory and everything, it's a re- it's a reward. It's like a little Easter egg in Marvel. Yeah. It's like it's like thanking you for paying attention to what happened down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the biggest and the highest praise I can give Triple H right now is Raw no longer feels like a sludge to get through.
0: You're not kidding; <laughs> they have flown by.
1: It's like I will look up, I will look at my watch, and it would be like nine fifty. I'm like, God damn, we're going, we're zooming. And for whatever reason, the SmackDown
0: crowds definitely start and finish hotter than than Raw.
1: Hmm. i guess i have something to do with only being there for two hours instead of three
0: <laughs> right and and that's why i prefaced it with saying start and finish because mm-hmm. to start a two-hour show like to start the show as hot as they are like still kind of outdoing the raw crowds um and yeah you know that that second hour ending at the second hour you know definitely helps helps them you know for sure you know uh Keep it, you know, <laughs> not lose steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, and it's amazing for SmackDown because SmackDown is like at a disadvantage when it comes to wrestlers. Like all the high-profile guys are over at Raw. Yep, that's uh, like whenever the draft comes and it and it splits the the wrestlers more evenly. Oh, that's when we'll be cooking with gas, especially <laughs> with, with what's what's happening in NXT. If you don't know NXT UK basically shutting down defunct and it's going to be brought back next year as NXT Europe. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of wrestlers who are in NXT their NXT UK are coming stateside. They're about to have their Worlds Collides pay-per-view next is it Sunday? Might be Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to check right now. If it's think. either
0: Friday or Sunday.
1: I want to say it is Sunday, Sunday. September 4th, so that's Sunday. Sunday, yep. Yeah. And so a bunch of guys and gals over there in the, in the UK are going to be stateside. Um, and when we have a draft, there are going to be a bunch of people in XC that are going to get called up. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think we're in a in a good place right now. You wait till all those, those graduate NXT guys and gals get pulled up to the main roster. NXT stays development as it sh- should always be, honestly. And the draft happens and Raw, SmackDown have even rosters. Oh, we're going to be cooking with gas, buddy.
0: We also have to be wary of the fact that a a round of budget cuts is always looming and it's inter- it's going to be interesting to see who might get cut under new management.
1: You know, you're right. You're right. I'm more thinking like who's not going to get signed because of new management. Like, what if you just stay with the people you have be like oh, I know everybody wants us to go get Bray Wyatt, but we just don't have the money for it. Right. Well, I mean, they do. (laughs) Well, well, our shareholders say we don't have the money for it. (laughs) Although now that Vince isn't making payments out of the WWE coffers anymore, they might have the money.
0: (laughs) They might actually find, find a way.
1: That's wild. Do you want Bray Wyatt back? Uh,
0: I want Bray Wyatt back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't need the fiend. I don't need. Uh, I don't need the fiend. At least I don't need.
1: So what you're saying? He com- if he comes back, he needs uh, an evolution, a new character.
0: No, I, I think Bray Wyatt is fine. But I don't think he needs the... I think he should go... It would have been great to go back to those roots of the, you know, deep south, you know...
1: Cult master?
0: Yeah. Not necessarily this mythical creature.
1: hmm Yeah. Oh, he, he's got such an interesting mind. I can see him, if he does come back to WWE, just reinventing himself yet again. Like mm-hmm. some far-out character that <laughs> no one's ever expected. Right. So you're turning against a fiend. Wow. you're A fiend hater.
0: Well, not anymore.
1: I mean, it's just, it's run its course. Mm-hmm.
0: They... It started strong and then they just completely killed that character's momentum.
1: The Hell in a Cell match against Seth Rollins that was um, stopped on a referee's decision. Yep. And him losing to Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. Those were the 100%. two. Yeah, those were the two things that killed the mystique of the fiend. Yep. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying he can't come back as a fiend. It's gotta be something completely different. If he comes back to WWE.
0: Yeah, coming back as Bray Wyatt. Some iteration of Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. Totally fine with that.
1: Yeah, I'd be fine with that, but I'm saying he comes back as something like we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And of course, now my first thought is where we are going to put him? We don't have enough time for this. (laughs) (laughs) Raw zooms by now. Uh, you want to talk about Clash at the Castle?
0: Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess we could.
1: Got five matches as of this recording. All of them look great. The one I'm most interested in, interested in is Gunther and Sheamus. Yes. Because that's going to be an insanely hard-hitting match. There's some big, meaty men slapping meat coming up in that (laughs) match. They're going to beat the holy hell out of each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're slapping meat. Big, meaty men slapping meat. (laughs) I've been told that's disgusting.
0: (laughs) I don't see any major changes. I don't see Roman losing the title to Drew. Um, well, no, actually, that's the only one I don't see. I mean, mm-hmm. Shayna might. I think. I don't know. That's a tough one to call. Because Liv has a lot of momentum going right now.
1: hmm
0: But Shayna also has, like, the right momentum that that she, the momentum that she hasn't had since NXT days.
1: Yeah, you're right. She's back to that that ass kicker. Yeah. And I'm gonna go back to, to Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, I don't think uh, Reigns leaves with both titles. Okay. I think. I think some way, somehow, they're going to separate the titles again.
0: I mean, I agree they
1: should. Well, just for the simple reason, like any other time that they've combined the titles, they've either retired one of them Mm -hmm. or they've had a brand new title for both. And that hasn't happened. He's been walking around with both titles since WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. so I feel like the time is coming soon where they're going to split the titles And I think, I don't know how it's going to happen, maybe with some shenanigans with uh, Austin Theory and the Money money in the Bank briefcase, where, like, Mm -hmm. he only challenges for one title and make it a triple threat match for McIntyre wins, like, the WWE Championship. But Mm. I just know eventually those titles are going to, one of them will come off Roman Reigns.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough call to see what they're going to do, like, right away. Like, because mm-hmm. it seems like it does, it does seem like it would be kind of sudden to do that, but necessary at the same time.
1: Plus, so if I'm like USA or Fox, I'm like, I got to have at least one champion on TV. <laughs> like, I understand Roman Reigns' his contract. He doesn't have to be there every time. But uh, the least you can do is have Drew McIntyre holding the WWE championship and showing mm-hmm. up on Mondays and Fridays.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about the six-woman tag match?
1: I feel like those are all women I enjoy watching. Uh-huh. Um, EO Sky, maybe my favorite person to watch in the match. <laughs> like Bianca Belair, awesome. Um, I love her matches, especially everything she's done with Becky Lynch in the last six months. But Io Sky, like her matches that she was having down in NXT, whew. yeah, insane. Yeah, I, I, re- I want to see her and Asuka go at it, honestly. Oh,
0: we'll get it for sure. Yes. Yeah, I could see Becky's team, or not, uh, not Becky. Oh, Bailey
1: Becky's team going over. Bailey team. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Offense. Gives, her mom-
0: gives her moment more momentum to a you know an eventual one-on-one match with Bianca.
1: Mm-hmm. And no offense to Alexa Bliss, but it feels like she's the one just right to take the pin in this match. Yeah. Oh that's one thing they need to do. Like they need to find some direction for her.
0: It's a start. I mean that they got her that they got her mostly away from that little doll and mm-hmm. the the paranormal aspects of it.
1: Is that doll on WWE shop?
0: I mean it has to be, right? It's
1: gotta be selling like hotcakes to have her come out with it night uh, week after week. Yeah.
0: Like you don't make you don't make uh something like that for television without the intention of uh, selling
1: it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go back to Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler because I kind of jumped off of that to go talk about Roman. Uh, I yeah, agree with you. On,
0: they do have, they do sell it. It's on sale. Regular $30, now twenty two fifty.
1: dollars Oh, it's, with it's some code. It's on, oh, okay. I thought it was like on clearance because I it's on no, clearance to no. I get rid of it. <laughs> if it was on clearance. That means they're getting rid of the doll for Alexa Bliss. About to get something new, buddy. Uh, right. But, uh, uh, Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler. Um, I think Shayna takes this one. Really? Okay. Y- yeah. I just say, like story-wise, like, Shayna, she recognizes the mistakes that um, Ronda Rousey made at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just not going to do that stupid shit. And she just like... I can see her just obliterating Lynn Morgan like five <laughs> minutes. Now,
0: do you think they do this to set up a feud with her and Ronda?
1: I mean, there was, um, I don't know, it was like a couple of SmackDowns ago where Ronda was acting an ass in the ring and she starts to leave and Shayna comes out and Shayna's like, hey, you don't do this. This isn't the right way. We have like rules and shit. I'm like, okay, miss, stomp everyone's arm in the stairs. We got (laughs) rules all of a sudden. But yeah, I feel like there could be, they're playing a long game. There could be a little tension going on between them two.
0: Yeah.
1: I would love to see it. Um, The match, the last match that we have on here, Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Like, I feel like this is like the match, not the match, but the feud that they stretch out to get to Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Or wait, no, didn't Hell
0: in a Cell already take place?
1: Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, you're right. It did. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, you could go to Survivor Series with it, or.
1: Damn, I forgot Hell in a Cell happened. Oh, yeah, that was a Cody Rose match. My bad. Usually Hell in a Cell isn't, isn't at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could keep this going all the way to Survivor Series. You know, they fight here. They have another match of Extreme Rules in their Survivor Series. They They're both captains of their own team. And that's the blow off.
0: Man, that would be awesome if they did that.
1: Yeah. They didn't have the match at Survivor Series because it was held off. I think this it's just gonna keep going. These boys are just gonna act the ass. And then at um, extreme rules, it's gonna be something with a stipulation. Like I could see uh, Riddle winning this match, Seth Rollins winning the Extreme Rules match and then Survivor series, who knows? Uh-huh. But I just don't feel like this is a one and done uh feud, you know. No, I think you're right. Let's see. We don't have a U.S. title match yet. Hopefully, we'll get one mm-hmm. this Monday. I don't know if we're going to get a tag team title match because I'm not sure if... um, Which one is it? Jay can leave and go to the U.K.? <laughs> Is it Jay or is he the other one?
0: I think it's Jay all right he's the one that's married to Naomi
1: Red. Right? yeah, yeah yeah he's the one with the legal issues that's why they they couldn't go to Canada Ah, uh, yeah that's why the, that's the right. were not in Canada because uh, the us government said, hold on buddy, can't be going outside the country because I don't think his case is um yeah settled yet. yeah
0: and Canada. They'd also say, "Hold on, now, mm-hmm. we don't want your kind coming in."
1: What's all this about?
0: They're pretty strict about who they let in,
1: mm-hmm. And they should be because Americans are fucked up. <laughs> all right, man. Anything else?
0: That's all I've got. Yeah, that's all I got.
1: That's same. He touched, a,
0: touched on everything, so
1: yeah, we jumped around a little bit. Well, man, it's a pleasure talking to you as always.
0: Always good to good to hear you're still alive and kicking. <laughs> just like me.
1: Same to you, my friend. Same to you. <laughs> um, thank you everybody for sharing, download, listening. We appreciate it. Our numbers went up for our 200th episode. It's crazy. Hey. Yeah. We go hire somebody over here. We do their job and post the links on Twitter. Madam. Madam. <laughs> All right. So let's get up out of here. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more gibber jabber talk about. Anthony, pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Always. Uh, and listen, be back later. For Anthony, I'm De quincy Latest. <laughs>